Chloe Southall has played Animal Crossing for 14 years now. She's a 23-year-old from the UK, and she started with Wild World on the Nintendo DS. I love how peaceful and calming the game is. It's so simple and beautiful, she wrote me in an email. As someone who suffers with mental health issues, I find the game super positive and calming when I'm having a bad day. I found Southall through Reddit. She's one of the many Redditors who's posted about someone stealing her hybrid flowers and golden roses. Which took her a lot of effort to grow. Southall's Reddit post was short, so I asked her to go into a little more detail about the kind of digital work it takes to grow hybrid flowers in Animal Crossing. To make the hybrid flowers, you have to get certain colors of flowers of the same type, she wrote me. For example, two red roses positioned together could create a hybrid black rose the next day. However, it is based on chance. You could get the hybrid you want. You could get a basic regular color flower or nothing at all. So it can be a little time consuming. I've never played Animal Crossing, but I wanted to understand a little bit of what Southall was talking about. My boyfriend has a switch and has been diligently developing his island. He plants peach trees, apple trees, and flowers in neat rows. Okay, I am starting Animal Crossing. There's a little island on the right-hand part of the screen. But besides that, it's dark. It says Nook Inc. Deserted Island Getaway Package. Timmy's saying, good evening. We're so excited to have you here. Welcome to the check-in counter for your big moving day trip to Almaha. Timmy says, there's so much to look forward to, but first let us introduce ourselves. I'm Timmy with Nook Inc. Oh, there's one called Tommy. Okay, they're continuing to introduce themselves, being very polite. They're going to move me on to my island. Okay, I'm about to board my flight. It says the chartered flight to Almaha is ready for boarding. I see the flowers that everyone keeps talking about. I spoke to Tanya Basu, a journalist at MIT Tech Review, after I found her article about how Animal Crossing is the social media of choice during this time of forced self-isolation. She had a similar experience to me. This was supposed to be a game that was designed for people to explore other islands and to cultivate the sense of goodwill. You know, you'd go, you have a friend on another island and maybe see them and exchange what's called postcards or letters. It's supposed to be a very pure sort of game. And the fact that people were going on these islands and then stealing flowers and plants and then selling them, I mean, I don't think that was the game's intention at all. But obviously, there are some darker players who figured it out. And there is this sort of backtracking 
that a lot of the designers are doing in terms of trying to understand how they can prevent that, but also allow the game to live out its own existence. For example, like I said, my partner plays as well, and we're on the same island. And completely by accident, by the way, I had a shovel and I accidentally picked up one of his tulips. And I knew that they were valuable. I didn't know what to do with it. In the game, you can replant it. But I also was like, well, I, he has like 12. Is he really going to miss one? So I took it and I sold it. And I did tell him about it later, eventually. And it's not like he minded. I, I think he didn't mind. It's something that I could have easily done on another person's island or someone else could have done to his flower bed. And I don't think that that was necessarily something the designers thought through, which is maybe a short coming on their part but that is something that they're dealing with now is that oh players and people can sometimes be selfish and how do we deal with that in a in their eyes a sort of digital utopia just because it's all pleasant and pretty doesn't necessarily mean people act that way there's other ways of skipping over the hard work of growing plants and fruit by yourself in her reddit post southall wrote that she plays animal crossing without hacks or time traveling and i wasn't sure what she meant by that how do you cheat at Animal Crossing? I put this question to Southall, and she went into more detail. I'm only slightly aware of some players using a way to hack their town or hack items into it, she wrote. I'm not against other players doing this at all. I think you should be able to play how you want. But it's not something I wanted to do myself. I prefer to earn things in games legitimately. While my boyfriend John was listening to me record this, he started telling me more details about how people can manipulate Animal Crossing to grow their flowers more quickly. And I decided to interview him. Hi, John. So tell me a little bit about what qualifies you to talk about Animal Crossing today, besides that you're the only other person in this apartment. Well, I'm a computer programmer, and I've been a computer programmer professionally for the last five years, but I've been doing it since high school. I play Animal Crossing quite a bit. As you said, I've been diligently building my island and planting my trees and everything in nice little rows, doing some terraforming too. And I've been into gaming and games hacking more generally for a long time now, since I was in junior high. And we had our Xbox 360 and I very legally played a lot of interesting games and took apart my Xbox. Okay, so you said you might have a little extra insight about how someone could hack Animal Crossing in order to grow hybrid flowers more quickly. Could you explain that a little bit? Yeah, there are two ways that people go about hacking in Animal Crossing. I think the by far most common way and the easiest way is to do something known as time travel. And how time traveling works is that your Nintendo Switch has an internal system clock, which is for most people, sync to the internet time. When you connect your Switch to the internet, there's an option that asks, do you want the time on your Switch to be synchronized to the time everyone else is seeing? And most people select yes on that option. I hadn't selected yes on that option. And so when I actually loaded up Animal Crossing New Horizons, which released in March of this year, it actually had my date as being in July 2019. I wanted to go hang out with my friends, but I was actually stuck in the past, which was a huge problem. And so what people will do when they time travel is actually manipulate the behavior of their internal system clock and manually set the days and progress the days forward because, you know, flowers take time to grow. It takes time to grow new hybrid flowers. And so 
if you wanted to say start in July 2019 and then skip forward a week, you could do that by using this time travel exploit. And so that's by far the most common, to jump around and see the fruits of your labor uh, ripen more quickly. There's another way that people cheat, and that's by actually hacking into the game itself. And there's a few ways that people do this. Usually there's just hacking suites of software that people use to hack the switch generally that then people use to data mine specific games and understand how they work better. So people have done this for Animal Crossing, and Nintendo actually took a few different steps to protect the integrity of the game and make it harder for people to hack. So actually when this new Animal Crossing came out, the data miners learned that the save data was encrypted for Animal Crossing. So Nintendo had attempted to encrypt the information about like how much money you have, what your island looks like, and all of these things so that people couldn't just directly edit it and make ridiculous things happen. But pretty quickly after that, the encryption was broken and people could change the games directly however they wanted to. That comes with a risk though, because there's, as far as I know, no way to do this type of hacking and bypassing the encryption and directly changing what is happening in your game and allowing other people to come onto your island or participate in a lot of the events because the integrity checker that Nintendo has to make sure that your save content hasn't been messed with yet hasn't been bypassed yet. Eventually it will. There's really no way that Nintendo could have built this such that that integrity checker won't be eventually bypassable, but for now it is. Southall didn't take any of these shortcuts, which is why it was particularly annoying for her when she realized her flowers were missing. She had left an invitation code on the Animal Crossing subreddit, and she had no way of knowing which of these internet friends had hijacked her plants. In addition to many of her hybrid flowers, the thief took a white flower called Jacob's Ladder and some golden roses. Southall said that the process for getting these plants was long and complicated. You earn them from getting a perfect town or island status. According to the Animal Crossing wiki, you need a specific amount of trees, flowers, and public work projects in order to get that perfect status. In addition to the Jacob's Ladder, the game awards you with a golden watering can when you reach this level. You have to use this golden watering can on black roses to get a chance of getting the gold roses. But how do you get the black roses? You have to crossbreed two red roses. See, it's so complicated. Southall put a lot of time and effort into getting these flowers, which her digital avatar can sell, use as a hair accessory, or put up as decoration around her house or island. Nintendo creators worked hard to prevent negative game experiences like this. Only eight friends can visit each player's island at a time, and they need a special permission code. But according to journalist Ari Notice in the Gizmodo video game review site Kotaku, there's many ways visitors with bad intentions can bug you. There are no laws, Notice writes. The closest thing to a bouncer in this game is that antisocial dodo with sunglasses who fires off faux military lingo. There's no danger of anonymous jerks if you don't post your code online, but there's many ways people can be annoying once they're on your island. They can buy special items from salespeople before you can get to them. As we've discussed, they can steal your flowers, or if they're just being destructive, they can stomp on them. They can take your fossils and rare bugs before you can catch them. Here's Basu's thoughts on what this means for the game during a very weird moment in history. I think it speaks to a very specific thing right now, in that you're allowed to explore, you're allowed to go out and 
talk to these anthropomorphic animals that have kind of one note characters, but you're able to just interact with people and explore. And that's something that obviously speaks to the fact that we really can't right now, that we're very contained. I think there's also, for me personally, something that I've really enjoyed is building up the house. And as a millennial who has, who graduated during the first recession in 2008, and then I'm in the middle of this economic, whatever this is, downturn, I guess, is the thing that we can sort of call it. The fact that I literally paid off my house (laughs) by collecting tree branches and selling them to a raccoon, it's ridiculous, but also it was sort of being able to live out this alternative reality that I think a lot of people can't do right now, whether it's, like I said, exploring or being able to own a house and decorate it and have a space that you can call your own. So I think that there's some sort of, not necessarily fantasy element, but there's this idea that this is allowing a person to live out a life that they might have otherwise wanted that they can't right now. Honestly, I don't think there's a lot Nintendo could have done to prevent this, beyond just taking the whole social element out of the game. No man is an island, but maybe a digital utopia has to be. Thank you, Nikki Duong, for art for this episode. Thank you to Leslie Nemo for being a first reader. You can find Tanya Basu on Twitter at, at Tanya Basu or read her work at MIT Tech Review. And a special thanks goes out to John for sharing my island in the digital world as well as in real life. If I had golden roses, I would give them all to you.